today is, Thus saith the Lord, what saith you? Thus saith the Lord, what saith you? Donovan was in Sunday school one day, and Sister Danielle was teaching about dreams and the power of prayer. Sister Danielle told Donovan, you can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens you. That word shook in the life, in the spirit of this little orphan boy. His parents died when he was five years old, leaving him in the custody of his uncle. That afternoon, Donovan went home to his uncle's house and began swinging the bat in the backyard. Donovan's uncle began to look out the window and began to chuckle. Eventually, he went outside and said, boy, what are you doing? He told me, with man, it's impossible, but with God, me, all things are possible. Filled with shame, his uncle shed a line of tears out of his eyes and picked up the bat and began to help Donovan train to play baseball. Thus saith the Lord, what saith you? My brothers and my sisters, under the sound of my voice today, the Lord is ever speaking. The Lord is ever present. The Lord is always seeking for a vessel that he can use to go throughout the world to share his word. Like Donovan, many of you have a dream. Like Donovan, many of you have spectators eagerly waiting to give you a word of discouragement. But as believers, it is time to stand upon the unadulterated word of God and allow it to penetrate in our inner man and allow the Lord to work in our lives. Too often we allow the opinions of others and the thoughts of the enemy to penetrate in your spirit. When this happens, something called fear creeps in your life. And we know that fear is the opposite of faith. According to the Bible, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In order to be successful in life and accomplish the dreams and aspirations that you have deep down within your spirit, you have to download the word of God in your spirit. When you go to the Word of God, it's like going to the computer, and we all have used a computer before, and you need to download a file. Therefore, you click on the file, you download it, and then it uploads, and then it's on your computer. But if you don't save that file, you lose it. That's how the Word of God is. You need to download it, and then you need to save it. Amen? Therefore, when situations arise in your life, Amen. That want to tamper with your emotions or, or your thoughts. You can regurgitate that word. Amen. The definition of regurgitate is the repetition of information without analysis or comprehension. So when situations arise that want to tamper with your emotions and, and people want to come with what can happen and what cannot happen in your life, that word that you have already downloaded in your spirit will regurgitate. 
Not your emotions, not your thoughts, but that word of God will regurgitate and to be at the forefront of your mind. Many people today know the word of God, but somehow their spiritual Wi-Fi, it isn't working. Therefore, it didn't download properly. There was poor connection, and therefore the file did not download. If we can go to the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, and verse 10. Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, and verse 10. Today, if I may, if you allow me to, we're going to take a small journey into the look of the life of Joseph. Can we go to Genesis chapter 37, verses 5 through 10? The life of Joseph was an amazing, yet intriguing life. If I may share what the Lord just impressed upon me, it, it showed how God revealed himself to Joseph. God himself can reveal himself to you. It showed how God revealed his plans to Joseph as he was going throughout this horrible journey. Can you imagine how Joseph felt throughout this process? It showed how Joseph shared his dreams with family who weren't spiritually mature to hear what God was doing in his life. And they weren't spiritually mature to interpret what God was saying because God did not give them that dream. Amen? You have to be careful who you reveal your dreams and your revelations to because many people are dream killers. Not everyone is privy to a sneak peek of your future because they want to secretly kill that dream because they see the enthusiasm and the passion, oh, that God has given you deep down in your spirit. As one brother said, as they were planning to harm him, let's see what will be of his dream. That's what they're saying. Let's see what will be of his dream. But despite the evil in the heart of man, despite the witchcraft divination, no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. The weapon may be able to form, but it will not be able to prosper. Amen? It showed the betrayal of how his brothers, his own flesh and blood, someone he grew up with, amen, broke bread with, helped with homework, did chores with, whom he played with, sold him into slavery. I'm going to make a point, y'all. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. It showed that despite the agony, God was still working behind the scenes to grant Joseph favor despite the pain and the despair. Has anyone been, raise your hands, have you ever been felt neglected, full of pain and despair? I'm just, everyone's hands should be raised in this place. Amen. Everybody. My brothers and my sisters, I don't care what you have been through in your life. God is a just God. He is faithful. 
He is the God of impossibilities and he can turn your life absolutely around. He can personally orchestrate the infinite details of your life that need to be worked out. However, we must be able to walk in the word of God and be in consistent prayer and have a relationship with him. Not religion, but have a relationship with him because he has the blueprint for our lives. And when the file needs to be updated, amen, he can notify us so that we can get the update on the file, re-download the file, and be on the same path. The life of Joseph showed that despite being sold into slavery, being betrayed by his brothers, Joseph became the supervisor of Potiphar's household. Now this is the same boy, hallelujah, that his brothers wanted evil. But you see, Joseph must have been in the attitude of prayer. It's impossible to go through all that in your life, hallelujah, and, and, and be steadfast, unmovable, unless you're in prayer. It takes the power of God. It takes prayer. It takes his grace to keep our minds focused. Joseph had to be in an attitude of prayer. And let me tell you why I said this. Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 39, verses 2 through 3. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. You guys raise up your hands and say, everything I put my hands to do will prosper. Everything I put my hands to do will prosper. Therefore, all those people speculating and saying you won't make it, hallelujah, they're going to see the Lord prospering you. Amen. Don't count me out. Yeah, people count people out too fast, hallelujah, but they count you out too quick. They're going to see God raise you back up, amen. They're going to see you come back. Oh, hallelujah. You're not knocked out. Have you ever watched, watched a boxing match? Have you seen a man get knocked down? And then you go, how do they count down? Somebody help me. One, two, come. Yeah, keep on counting. Yeah. And he gets back up. He's not done. He's not done. Right? He knocks him out again. One, two. He gets back up. He's not done. And guess what? He knocks the other guy out. And they, one, two, three, four, five. He done knocked the man out. But they counted him out before. But he won the match. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Don't count me out. I'm talking to somebody in this room that someone has counted out. They looking at your life. They saying, look at him. Look at her. What are they doing with their lives? Look, look, look. What, 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 what could God possibly do with this situation? But God is working in the midst. It doesn't matter what you do in life. There's always going to be someone there always willing to pull you down. But if God is for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Oh, boy. So Potiphar's wife set up a trap against Joseph. So now Joseph lands up in jail again. In jail, God gave Joseph the gift of interpreting dreams. In which he interpreted, interpreted two dreams of inmates. Which two years later, 
Two years later, got him promoted again. Hallelujah. And he came out of the jail. It showed Joseph coming out of the jail and putting on his royal clothes of authority. Hallelujah. Have you ever been in some yard clothes and you have to run to the store and you go to the store and they just look at you just like you just the scum of the scum. And then you have an event to go to later on and you have your royal clothes on. And they look at they, oh, you clean up very well. Well, that's that's what happened. That's what happened. They were so used to Joseph in his jail clothes. They saw Joseph in his clothes of authority. It sparked everyone's attention. You know what I mean when you get all suited up and booted up in your royal clothing that even your enemies have to acknowledge you. Amen. You see here last week we were talking about God preparing us for our debut. That is super duper important in our lives as a Christian. Minister Kelvin was talking about it in our Sunday school lesson today. You know, what you do on your downtime with the Lord is very important. You don't have to announce it to anyone, but in your downtime with the Lord, God is preparing you. He is seasoning you. You know, one food that is hard to cook as an individual is chicken. Is a hit or a miss with fried chicken? See, but you don't want to announce that you're going to fry fried chicken when you have company unless you have really tried it before because that will be quite embarrassing. See, what you do behind the scenes when no one's around will show when it's time for your debut. What you do in your prayer life and how you worship the Lord and as you are listening to God and he's leading and guiding you, he is training you then. He is training you. So when it's time for your debut, that's when everyone's eyes, will be, they'll be looking. Is that that same boy? Is that Sister Bridget? Is that Sister Taylor? Is that Sister Danielle? Is that Brother Quincy? They're going to look, but they're going to see that that is your debut. Amen? Amen? God was working in your life all these years, and now it's time for him to show what he has been doing. Everything in Joseph's life was preparing him for that moment. The shame, the pain, the training, the discomfort, the inconvenience, the submission. Submitting unto God, knowing that your own brothers, hallelujah, was trying to get rid of you. That's submission. Training your mind to not focus on the situation that you're going through, but focusing on the author and the creator, the one that is absolutely in control of your life. That's submission. Controlling your emotions. Can you imagine how he felt? Can you imagine the pain, the agony, the depression? I'm sure he was depressed. But he did not allow his present situation to define where he was going. I'm going somewhere. Too often as Christians, we allow our emotions to dictate where we're going. See, you didn't download that file. Therefore, the word of God to regurgitate, to lead you. Emotions. But instead, he was submissive. He allowed God to lead him. Like we heard in Zechariah verse 10, do not despise small beginnings. Do not despise where you are right now in your life. Yeah. 
Don't do that. And don't entertain the comments of others that want to speculate where you are in your life. Amen? Amen. God is still doing something in your life. Now here is Joseph. Yes, the one they counted out. Interpreting the dreams of a king. And then, guess what? He was made ruler in Egypt and second in charge. Everything this boy did was successful. Everything he did was successful. Everything you do will be successful. Everything you do will be successful. You have to say it so much it gets in your spirit. You cannot rely on man to encourage you, but you have to encourage yourself. Even if you have to get some sticky pads and put it on your window when you brush your teeth, on your mirror every morning, you have to look at it and say, I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens me. Everything I do is successful. I am coming out of this. You have to encourage yourself in the word of God. Based on Pharaoh's dreams, Joseph predicted seven years of bountiful harvest, followed by seven years of severe famine in Egypt. Joseph, through God's wisdom, devised a plan to store grain to prepare for famine. During this time, God was working again. The same brothers that sold him into slavery. Yeah, those brothers. The same brothers that were jealous of him. The same brothers that wanted to kill him. The same brothers that were offended by his dream. Not that he gave himself, but that God gave him. The same brothers now, guess what? They traveling to come see him, but they don't know that they gonna have to meet their brother. Once God promotes you, be careful how you act. Watch your character and keep your prayer life. In the story, which you can read on your own, this is an amazing story. It's so much meat in this story. Joseph hid his identity from his brothers for a specified amount of time. And at the right time, he revealed his identity to his brothers. Now, Joseph could have thrown them in jail. Here they come. He recognized them. He could have said, you are going to jail. Joseph could have lost his character, recalled everything they put him through. Joseph could have done anything, but he was humble. I'm sure many of us under the sound of my voice and listening to me right now have been through many situations in life. But when God brings you out, be careful how you act. Be careful how you act. You are an ambassador for Christ. Amen? So you can't allow your past to dictate how you respond to people once God brings you out. Amen? My brothers and my sisters, what's impossible with man is possible with God. I have a couple of points I want to leave with you. You need to download the word of God in your spirit. 
Nowadays, you have the cell phones, you have Bibles, you have books, you have audio Bibles. You have everything to get the word of God in your spirit. And no one, and, and if it's an image thing, if, if you don't want to carry around a huge Bible, use your phone. You write sticky notes, get index cards. There's so many tools that you can use, even on your lunch break, to download the word of God to refill yourself. You need to allow the word of God to help and the spirit of God to guide you in your decisions. Joseph had a horrible beginning. But as we have read and as we have heard, the hand of God was on his life and everything he did was successful. Therefore, he had to have a strategy. He had to have a direct relationship with God in order for everything him to do, for him to do to be successful. You have to allow the Lord to lead you daily. Daily, that means you have to have a daily relationship with him. Don't allow your emotions to overpower the Holy Spirit. Many times when things happen and you go through situations, the first thing you want to do is react. Because you say, no, you ain't going to do me like this. I'm not going to go out like this. But being a Christian does not mean that you have to endure certain situations. It's how you respond to those situations. It doesn't mean that you're weak because you don't fight someone. It doesn't mean that you're weak because you don't cuss out someone. You know, my children ask me sometimes, well, why didn't you say this and this like this family member does? But I have the word of God on the inside of me, amen? I'm an ambassador for Christ. Therefore, I don't let anything come out of my mouth, but I have to let the word of God lead and guide me, amen? You cannot allow yourself to focus on your failures. Many of us have had failures, but failures also are blessings because we learn from our mistakes and our mistakes make us stronger. Your mistakes are also a testimony once you come out of God's faithfulness. So as ambassadors of Christ, you need to allow your mistakes to elevate you and allow your mistakes to help you to help someone else not make those mistakes. But don't allow your mistakes to allow you to enter a state of depression, but allow your mistakes to allow you to praise the Lord for bringing you out. Amen. You have to praise the Lord for bringing you out. Yes. Give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Don't lose your character when God promotes you. I'm sure we know people that God has promoted. They acted a slap fool. But no, when God promotes you, you're not going to get revenge with your enemies. You're not going to make a public display of it. But you're going to humble yourself and show what God has done in your life. Don't allow others to make you bitter. Situations and circumstances that we go through as, as individuals, indeed they can have an impact on our lives. But you cannot allow that to make you bitter. Bitterness is very dangerous. Bitterness, when you experience bitterness, that is when you have to enter into prayer and ask God to give you a new heart. Lord, take away this stony heart of mine. Give me a new heart. 
because bitterness will cause you to enter a set of depression. Bitterness will cause you to isolate yourself and not actually operate in that full potential of who God has called you to be. So you be careful the words that you speak into the lives of others as well. When someone comes to you with a dream, don't come with them with doubt. When someone comes to you, come with them with the word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. I pray that you are blessed by this word. I pray that despite what you have been through in your life, that you yourself will know that God is the God of impossibilities and he can turn your life around. That despite that horrible situation you have been through, don't count yourself out. God is still working. He's ever present. Amen. Let me pray for you, beloved, as you watch me. I want to commit you into the hands of the Lord. I'm not sure what you're going through in your life, what crisis, what trials, what tribulation, what temptation, what bondage, what captivity you are experiencing. But I want us to join our faith together. If you want to touch your screen, whatever medium you are using to watch me this hour, I lift you up into the hands of the Lord. I ask that the Lord be merciful unto you. The Lord forgive you of your sin. The Lord break any power of sin over your life. Anything in your life that is preventing you from receiving the blessings of the Lord, from receiving the power of God moving in your hands. I pray that the Lord by His Spirit uh, locate you and touch you at the areas of your need. The Lord deliver you from any bondage, any captivity, any crisis you are experiencing in your innermost being, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. The Holy Ghost power move and heal you, deliver you, bring peace, calmness, bring tranquility, bring joy in your heart. The Lord destroy everything in your heart that is not of God, that is not righteous, that will prevent the Spirit of God from moving in your life. I commit you into the hands of the Lord. I pray healing. I pray deliverance. I pray the peace of the Lord. I pray the Lord open doors of opportunity for you, bless you in every element of your life, meet you at the point of every need, provide supply by His power. In Jesus' name I pray, beloved. I want to ask you this question to die now as you watch me could you sincerely say that your soul will be in heaven or hell if you do not know the answer to that question that means you need jesus in your life if you want to accept this jesus in your heart as your personal savior i want you uh, sincerely repeat this prayer after me dear jesus i believe that you are the son of god you died and was resurrected by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost the third day. I believe you are seated at the right hand side of the Father, interceding for me. I invite you, dear Jesus, to come into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. Beloved, if you said this prayer in sincerity and in faith, out of your heart, I declare you saved, but also there are few things to do. Ask the Spirit of God 
to show you a spiritual Bible believing church or to attend. And when you go ask for the leaders and declare yourself to them that you have been saved, develop your salvation, be established in the church. And also you read the Gospels, look for a Bible and start reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. About this Jesus you have received. Be blessed till next week. God bless you. I pray that you have been truly, truly, truly blessed by the word that you have just heard, that it has inspired you and encouraged you. Not only that, it has increased your faith. Amen. At this time, we're reaching out to you for your financial support to help us to reach more people, to reach the less fortunate and to those who are in need. You can find our information on the screen. You can log on to www.lightweightchurch.com or you can send your checks or money orders to 14910 Paris Boulevard, Suite 81 in Moreno Valley, California, 92553. As you are preparing your financial seed, I'm asking you not to just throw your seed. Just don't put it in the mail and, 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 and that's it. No. I want you to speak a word of prayer over your seed. What is it that you are believing God to do in your life? That is what I want you to wrap your need around that seed that you are sending. The Bible declares in John chapter 14, verse 13, it says, And whatever you ask in my name, talking about who? Our Father. Amen. That I will do that the Father may be glorified. Amen. So whatever you're asking, amen. What are you believing God to do? Speak a word of prayer over your seed and watch him do that. Amen. God bless you guys.